Hi again, this is Pretend Wizards with Raphael. I'm just three shitty memes stacked in a trench coat pretending to be a person. John. I'm a human trash can. Brittany. I'm married to a human trash can. Roxanne. It's really hard to find a good thimble. <laughs> and Ron. I'm sad to report that Super Mario Brothers 3 has lost to what? Super Mario Brothers in the Nintendo's uh, I mean, we've Final already established yeah, that, that, that Super Mario Bros. These people don't know what the fuck they're talking I about. I understand. Anyway. What they like, think was bullshit. I'm really, really upset with you people who voted out there or didn't vote because Super Mario Bros. 3 should not have lost in the grand finals. Rod, that whole that thing was, was yeah, bad. It was yeah. bad, dude. But no, Super Mario Bros. 3 got to the finals. Where, d- where it should have been. Personally, yeah, but that it lost to Super Mario Bros. completely insane. Yeah, like River City Ransom didn't even make it out of the first first round yeah very upset really? that's pretty stupid yes it is it's the best game it got beat like what did it get beat by like ice hockey, hockey? it yep. did it got beat by ice hockey Listen. who the fuck cares about ice hockey all oh, of our listeners are no too young to know what you're talking about i was like what about? are we talking about they're like super mario super mario super mario, mario 3, 3. Super mario 3d world yeah, i didn't even play super mario 3 do you mean sonic <laughs> nobody sonic. nobody plays mario anymore we've moved on sonic's got edge oh my god also aren't you talking about a tournament that is being voted on by people that don't. Sports boys, sports, sports boys, boys. Yeah. Sports yeah. boys. Yeah. wrestling boys. We're ashamed I, of you, Ron. For Ron, did you like the? No, fi- I contribute to the video game section, and I'm like, okay, this will this will help. Speaking this'll of be good. Speaking of wrestle boys, Ron, did you like the the New Day Final Fantasy thing? Oh my god, that was so I good, only dude. Heard about oh it. my god. Okay, so do you guys remember what happened last week? Nope, never. Oh boy, no. We dug through a dumpster. You are just <laughs> neck deep in he- robot trash. Trash made of robots. I got new armor for my mount. Did I you got get new, new armor? Yes. yes, I did. I didn't remember. No, you didn't. Barrel armor. Oh, barrel yeah, armor. Man, <laughs> God damn it. Blasted. Poor R Dash has to lug this barrel around everywhere now. It's armor. It's protection. I mean, yes, it will offer protection. See? But geez. It's armor. Real heavy for the amount of armor it's it's giving. <laughs> John got uh, some bladed yeah. uh, cool whips. whips. Cool whips. Cool whips. Cool whips. <laughs> cool whips. <laughs> Put it on some pack. This is cool whip. Uh, Ron, uh, yes. the, re- the rest of you went. Oh, sorry. The rest of you went to the Department of Transportation in Central Atla, and you're looking into the disappearance of the trolley man. Um, the sort of attendant there, head of the Department of Transportation, was not being helpful, to put it mildly. Christian. Mm-mm. Is there literally any NPC that's ever helpful to us? Nope. Nope. I'm trying to think. Uh, Mirren's helpful. Who's Mirren? That's Ron's that's my... only employee. Oh. No, she's hiring people today. So wait, so Ron pays her to be helpful? Yes. We well, can't we... even pay I guess NPCs. she's not paid very well, John. You shut your mouth! And yet, She I does can't... it for the love of the children. All yeah, of the seriously. paid NPCs are helpful. I'm trying to think if there's an unpaid It's only NPC the ones that we pay helpful. that are helpful. <laughs> The trolley man was a helpful. Trolley man was oh, real helpful. Now yeah. he's dead. Right. Now he's dead. We paid him with conversation. You, you hated talking to him. <laughs> I was the one who convinced him to do it. So fuck all y'all motherfuckers. And now he's dead. So that wasn't part do you have any really weight on those shoulders, Sierra? His job is done, robot. Oh, wow. Oh. Just using the robot and throwing them away. Like all these robots in the trash. So you you Just guys... make another one. Wow. Mm. So... 
John's uh, like, wait, but they're in the trash. Aren't they good? Do I not understand the internet? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys went to the Department of Transportation. You talked to the head of the DOT. They were not very helpful, but they did let you just walk around and do whatever. You Raphael have... bribed her. Yeah, Raphael bribed yeah. her and she doesn't care. So you have a stack of... She wasn't even willing. To... Well, I had to like force her to walk five feet after I gave her... What was that? Shots, John, John dropping, dropping his like, 200-pound phone case. Yeah, leave it there. <laughs> So, uh, you walked around the garage. Uh, while you were there, you found a small sort of parchment bag almost containing uh, a bit of wood, like living wood with a seal on it. A rune. Yeah. Which I forget which one of you recognized as a signature. I recognized it. Yeah. Um, after that, you went back out, and you're checking out a garbage can next to the place, which has a bunch of robot parts in it. Um, the two of you are Ron and John. You guys are coming, going to be coming back now. But for a second, Ron, you wanted to go back in time and make a few purchases. Yes, please. So, back in time to the weapon store in the underside of uh, Mayfield. Um, as Shira walks from the room, you hang back a little bit, trailing behind. Wanting to make a, uh, a purchase on the down low. Yes. You watch as Shira walks in the room, and your head darts back to uh, the thin, wiry form of Peak. No, Cliff. Cliff is the dude. Of Cliff. Uh, and you walk over to him. Hey, uh, you got any, uh, start rubbing my chest, like, Oil that one would I'm take the other hand and start rubbing it on my other chest, like chest? my other chest. Yes, I have more than one chest. Um, you know, oil for you know when a man needs to get you know oily and he's oil-dy. just giving you this, just this look like one of his eyes just narrowing. I need some lube. <laughs> I mean, only for like you know proper purchases or or you know. Legitimate means, I don't want to do anything, you know, weird with it. As, as you're saying this, he grabs you by the coat and pulls you in real close. Uh-oh. He looks you up and down. You a cop? No. You smell like a cop. I, I smell like a lot of things. You talk like a cop. Do I? I, just, I don't know how cops talk. I'm sorry. He, he's, 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 holding, he's holding your gaze. Mm. Locking eyes with you. Ron, roll, roll to stare him down. Prove you're not a cop just with your stare. To buy some oils? I'm not a cop! I'm not a cop! <laughs> As a badge falls from my pocket. Oh shit! Did you get a one? <laughs> I'm the best cop! Okay, Ron. As you're saying, I'm not a cop. I'm not a cop. And you're joking about it, but like your disguise kit kind of falls open a little oh, bit. Jesus, and, no. a, and a fake badge that you've created specifically just to mess with people falls out and like just clatters on the table, spins around several times, and like just slides over to him. That's not mine. <laughs> I was holding it for a friend. A cop friend? A cop friend, Bojangle. Yep, Bojangle. <laughs> it's not mine. I don't know like I don't know Bojangle. Friends with the cops? You well, just say you're friends with him, you don't know him? I mean, I had to hold it for him because you know, this cop is dirty and I think the evidence is hot. So he was like, Come here and he took me and grabbed me by the collar, a lot like you're doing right now, and said, You're gonna take this and he put it in my pocket and he said, Don't ever tell anybody. So don't tell him I told you. <laughs> he stares you down real hard, incredulously staring down his nose at you. 
Okay, it seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he sets you back down across the table. He says, this way. And he gestures towards like a spiral staircase that goes higher up into the tower that he's in, mm-hmm. into the back room of the secret deadly weapon store. You going to follow him? Yes. Can you take your, your fake badge as you go? Yeah, I need that. <laughs> okay. I was told to hold it. Uh, so you head up the stairs quickly until you come into a room, and all there is in this room are large... Just vats of oil, oh of a myriad rainbow of colors. The acoustics of the room change as you walk in, so lined are they are by thick barrels of oil. It's like being underwater, but greasier. <laughs> this guy's got a weird fetish. I mean, Ron just said... Sorry, I was just saying you haven't even Your, mic, your, joking. your <laughs> mic is on the other side of the room. Shut up! <laughs> Popcorn. <laughs> this is why he didn't want to do anything. This is why you have to it. wear a headset, Raphael. <laughs> no, also, I, I realized right when I did it. I just was trying to eat popcorn. Also, I think John, you're a little far away from your mic. You're a little far away from okay. your mic. Oh, you just what? lean forward. Okay, it's fine. No, you're a little far away from John. Kristen mic. is the mic police. I am for the mic John. police. You're a little far away from the mic. John. Okay, back to oil. Back to oil. Oh, back to his popcorn. <laughs> okay, Raphael says sliding his mic away. Um, what are you looking for? You know, something that uh, <laughs> will will you know make me more elusive in combat. You know, harder to grab onto. But also, mm. you know, if I applied, you know, on the surface, I could slide. Also, maybe something a little flammable. I'm in the danger. I live on the edge. Okay. I mean, you sure about that last bit? Sounds like you're gonna be uh, getting a little real liberal with it, and. Fire and liberal application of body oils usually doesn't mix. You know, I know, I know, you I know. know. You don't know me, but I'm not very liberal with any of my items in my inventory. I'm just, I'm just putting a disclaimer on here. You come back here without your eyebrows, it's not my fault. Duly noted. Give me your most slippery, most usable, most flammable oil, please. Do you really want that last part? Because he'll give you that. Not the most flammable, but yes, I do want something that in a, in a situation I can be like, oh no, you have oil on you, and I can create fire. Okay, so he... Ron, how much oil do you want? Two different oils. Oh, uh, I wish I had the player's handbook for how much oil costs, because I don't think it costs very much. Oh, yes, I buy a lot of oils? I don't, I really you know, don't think it costs Why are you trying to ruin much. it, Roxanne? Ron, the problem is just <laughs> carrying a huge amount of oil. Can you please hand me the player's handbook right behind you, Raphael? Well, I what mean, do you mean I can't have like different like jugs I mean, of oil? I think you're overestimating how much oil you need to make a lot of stuff slippery. You, no, I'm not. Like I'm, I'm just a jar of oil. Raphael, I'm not the one who's going to be buying a huge amount of oil. It's going to be Ron. If anybody's going to underestimate, it's going to be Ron. Dude, if you're Doesn't, telling me I could buy I a lot of oil on the cheap, like fucking. Oh yes. If, oh yes. All right, you know what? Give me a fucking jug. I'll carry on my back, and I like fucking gar of the sand, and I like just carry that a big jug gar of the sand, gar of the sand level of oils. I think God that damn. one flask of oil covers like a five foot square or something like that. And how big is a fla- how big is a flask? It's as big as like a flask. Oh, like, like a, literally a flask. Oh, like real world flask. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I thought you that was D and D slang for something. D&D flasks. Yeah, you want a double the size. Double the size. You want a flask, man? I don't know if it has like wings on it and can breathe fire. You want a flask this weird with... is this world. This world is weird. You want a flask with wheels okay. or legs? Oh my god! Wait, what is oil on... under? Baby. I think it's just like the random shit. Baby? Look under. Look under B for baby, then oil. Like adventure gear. <laughs> um, 
I don't see oil. Maybe it's under vial and like vial of. Oh, there flask it is. Oil, oil, oil. Oil usually comes in a clay flask that holds one pint. As an action, you can splash the oil in this flask onto a creature within five feet of you, or throw it up to twenty feet, shattering on impact. Make a range attack against a target or object, treating the oil as an improvised weapon. On a hit, the target is covered in oil. If the target takes any fire damage before the oil dries, one minute, the target takes an additional five fire damage. You can also pour a flask of oil on the ground and cover a five-foot square. Uh, provided the surface is level. If lit, the oil burns for two rounds and deals five fire damage to any creature that enters the area or ends its turn in the area. So that's how oil works. Okay. And of course, I would also add uh, other little mechanics for you're not very easy to grab and you can slide. Hooray. So, yes. So oil is... That's how much oil is in one flask. Okay. And oil <clears throat> is one silver piece for a pound. A pound of oil? Is one silver piece, yes. So, like, do you mean what's, a flask? The, what's the conversion? Like, what do I get yes. for... One flask is one pound. Oh, okay. So I get one one flask for a silver. Yes. So how many silvers of gold? Ten. So for one gold, I can get... Ten pints of oil. Where is okay. Ron putting this shit? Don't, don't, don't worry yeah, about don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. If you get a little miles, too maybe. ridiculous, it becomes a problem, but just keep that in mind. So how much do you want, Ron? And it's like one charge. I use one full yes. thing. Okay, yes. you'll make me use it. Okay. Um, can I buy 10? Yes. Can I buy 20? <laughs> That's getting a little silly. 15. 15 pints of oil. How think much, is, how much is a milk jug? No, think about it. A milk jug? Well, like two pints is a quart. Four okay. quarts is a gallon. Okay. So eight pints is a gallon. We all knew that. Everybody knew that. So you would be carrying two gallons. Think about carrying two milk jugs with you everywhere you Well, you're no, at. I'm not going to carry, like, a big, like, I'm going to have, like, smaller, like, keep them in smaller. No, things. but, yeah, yeah but okay. two milk jug equivalents. Think about it, like, having 18 bottles of olive oil with you. <laughs> like, putting it in smaller bottles does not make it more convenient. I'm sorry. It might make it less have convenient. Have you seen my inventory? My, that's my point. Okay. <laughs> I see. Okay. So There's already all that stuff in there, and then you're trying to jam two gallons of oil in there. Okay, I'll go, we'll go up as high as 13, I think. Okay. So how does, what, do I take a gold and saw it in half? Like, what do you do here? Do you not have any other denominations of money? Dude, I'm a fucking baller. No fucking, only Benjamin. <laughs> I would carry 20s and 100s. Like 20s and 100s in I'll here. I'll give you a change. He will give you change. change. Yes. Okay. Just gives a change back. So, Ron, you, you, you walk into a store. I only have this twenty. <laughs> I only have this two dollars. Cut it in half. Yeah, Ron, just lo- Ron, you Start must love it. that feeling when oh, you yeah. walk into a store with and pay for something yeah. minimal with a hundred dollar bill. A hundred dollar bill in half, and you're like, that's a little bit more that's than half here. Change. There you go. <laughs> Which I'm a generous man. When I have to pay with a hundred dollar bill, I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you not just, me. I I'm like, really, you don't feel apologetic. Oh no, I commit to that shit. Take that hundred dollar bill. Fuck you. No. Feels so bad. I'm like, Why do you feel bad? You're giving them $100. Because they have to break it. And like, if it's early in the day, they don't have the stuff Fucking on the till. figure it out. Oh, my wow. God. John. Figure it out. John gets out of retail and all of a yeah, sudden. Immediately, <laughs> like, fuck, fuck everybody. everybody. No, I spent 12 years being fucking prepared. Okay. Someone walks in with a $100 bill. I got you, fam. John. The, the door chill. opens. Guy walks in with a $100 bill within the first hour of the day. Figure it out. Oh, you my God. You had to deal with people buying a package of gum with a $100 bill. And Just to break like, it? Yeah, that's so yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to say that, like, 
that person doesn't feel good about doing that because I had to do that a couple times because me and uh, Christian used to get paid by this guy and he would always pay us $100. It was bills. like, could you like, please I not? I only need to buy a cheap item, but all I have is $100. And then you That's have to worst. be careful of like quick change people with that because mm. oh, yeah. it's like, they're not Here you nice. go. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, so, Ron, you pay him and you, of course... Wait, can I get... Do you have a little, like, a little squirt bottle I can put it into? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, a little Windex bottle? Sure. You know what Windex is? Sure. Did I just make that he, up? He sells you a diffuser, yes. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, if, if Windex doesn't exist in this world, I had a good idea. I'm going to invent Windex and sell it so people can clean their glass so I can break it and get more glass shards. Oh, my God. Yes, he <laughs> Sorry, sells you. didn't see you know, your window so there. So clean. So so you good. just give him two gold and you get nothing in return. That's I guess your diffuser was just eight silver. Fine. Oh, also, seven silver. Okay. Yeah. So you get a diffuser and 13 bottles of oil. Okay. Also, I have a question. Yes. No, in game. Okay. That guy said, yeah, in, okay. Oh, oh, you mean in game? Y- yes, 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 yes. He's okay. So he's like pouring your flask. Like, what is it? <laughs> um, I'm going to take the, the, the rope belt that we got. The okay. one that shoots the ropes. And I was yes, like, the one. Are, like, you, are you going to pawn this? No, I have a question. Okay. <clears throat> this technology, it can like a shoot. winch. Yeah, that can like. Do you know how to like make this technology like more like you know uh, carry aroundable, like something I could put on my carry wrist and shoot, kind of like a like a man who what is spider? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, <laughs> you're kind of like a maker of widows. I don't know. So so Ron, first of all, the belt already does not shoot. I don't know if you, you yeah. remember this. No, but yeah, that's what I, I'm asking. Can so does you want? Not only do you want this to be made smaller, but you want to give it the ability to fire like a gun. Yes, and then uh, yes, yes. That's a lot of asks. That's a lot of asks. I'm just asking. But he's you. like, uh, he he takes a look at you, holds it. So you've been doing some work on the high seas. Yes, I'm, I mean I'm more of a Kool Aid man myself, but yeah. <laughs> Wow. But um Oh man, you're so so funny. So uh, see everybody next week. (laughs) I can work on it. You fuckers, that's good. Come come back later and I'll have something ready for you. Sweet. Thank you. If you make this cheap, Christian, I'll make it. It will not be cheap. It is funny. Okay, so Ron, you leave with your oil and you catch up to Shira and then you have that whole bit with the Make a pain advanced! Sure, this dude's gonna sure. do all that fucking work for nothing. I had to pay two hundred dollars for whips. That's because you're untrustworthy. That's because he had to hold it for you. Fuck you. Can I ask like what he thinks? Just so I have like the money readily available for you. Okay. Do you have um, like a ballpark number? It's hard to say. I haven't done any of the design work yet. I haven't made a mock up. It's really just a shot in the dark to figure it out. I'm gonna say up to eight hundred. Okay, that's doable. Okay. See you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> See you tomorrow, he said. A year later! A year later! Huh? Do okay. you have 800? I will. I have five. 300 is not that much. I can do that. I was like, you can find some kill. opportunities. Yeah, okay, exactly. Uh, okay. I was going to Sapphire Melody's house. So, through things. And then you'll die. Oh, no! You guys uh, travel then to uh, Central Atla and the Department of Transportation. You come over to Central Atla and walk up onto the coast of Atla itself. In front of you, into the sea, thousands of bridges stretch forward out to the spire-like 
towers of Central Atlas itself and the Central Government Building. They stretch out like a spider web across the ocean, the water rushing underneath. But that's not where you're going. You're hanging out on the edges, the hangers-on, the small, unimportant government buildings that aren't good enough to be in the central tower. You walk over to the Department of Transportation, a small, unkempt, little, squat, rectangular building, where outside you see several of the others rooting around in the garbage. Like we do. Like you do. What are you, what are you doing? We're looking for the trolley man. Says Sapphire Melody, knee-deep in robot parts. Did you kill him? No. Do you not remember what happened? I'm just wondering why she's surrounded in, like, a pile of body parts. Because he's dead, and they probably threw his body in here, <laughs> Well, that's why I wants to accept that he's you know dead. What? That's why I asked if Fragment. she killed him. Why would I kill my friend? I'm just asking. He's not dead. Don't he's you care, Maybe it was Fragment. a crime of passion. Who knows? I'm going to side-eye uh, Pegasus, like... Probably did kill him. <laughs> I feel like everyone here was more likely to have killed him considering Sapphire Melody was the one that liked him the most. Sapphire no. Melody, I think you and me are the only ones who seem to care about finding him. I care. He helped us rescue the children. I just asked if she dismembered him. <laughs> why would I do that? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I don't know Where, how you so were. Do you have any? Maybe that's how robots say hello. In this trash dump. We were just double checking because the paperwork that we got just said that he was decommissioned. That doesn't mean dead necessarily. And we well, didn't find him in this trash can. Are these considered decommissioned? Yes. Ooh, that's or are these good. like terminated? <gasps> They're empty and in pieces. But we have one other clue. Yeah, we found. You have a clue. What we think clue. is uh, his parents' name on on a. His parents. Some... I was gonna say he He's has bo- parents. Don't be racist. Just like me. You have parents. I have a mother. You know the this. The magician that created him. Actually, wait, no. Let me correct one of my statement. The ma- magician that created it. Oh, boy. Are you all of a sudden going to be a Magic racist? Yes. Oh. Sheer up racist. Sheer is confirmed. Confirmed <laughs> racist. <laughs> you know, how's that sunlight treating you there, Sheer? So light out here, guys. Sheer is just perpetually Brock squinting. <laughs> um, so... I mean, this is where all of the decommissioned um, Warforges go? Or, I mean, is there <laughs> somewhere is, else? Or? This seems to be the place where the ones that are in pieces go, but... Well, if you don't he, think he's in pieces, why are we looking in... We had to double check. I see. So we're... Of course. I mean, make sure he's not dead yeah. to confirm that he's alive. Wouldn't totally you just sense. go to the creator and have them scry? Excuse me. Where... <laughs> Are you five? (laughs) Oh my god. Well, we were right inside this building, and this dumpster was right outside, so it was pretty easy to check this dumpster. It was pretty close. Okay, yes. So we've confirmed that he's not here. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, where else? Do we know where he was born? Well, from his stories, in case you were not paying attention on our many uh, trips. I listened he, all the time. <laughs> I rode my horse made because I don't go. to um, 
fight in the fights that... The good fight. Okay. The great so, robot war, so yes, I remember. Anybody, anybody here can make a roll to know what his war was. Well, you see... There was a lot of robots, and they were all there to serve. I got a one. <laughs> I super know. I know all of the robot wars. One second. What did I got a two. Okay, both of you are just ignorant of I your past. I got a sixteen. Wait, I'm just gonna talk to Ron and agree with whatever that's he right. says. Yeah. No, I've, that's what I've heard, I've heard. That Raphael, what you got? What kind of role is this? I don't know, but you you have advantage because no, your father because your father's a military man. Oh. There is no way <clears throat> this wasn't a part. Of your thing, so oh, Maddie twenty. Wow, twenty. Yeah, okay, so both of you guys know. Sweet. But first, let's see what Ron thinks the war was about. <laughs> and Sheer just next to him nodding, like, no, yep. yep. Mm -hmm. oh, John, you, you just yes man this. Absolutely. Please don't dig me a hole. No, Ron, it's happening. Ron, 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 Ron tell me. Ron, I really just want you to tell the story of Man. Ron, oh my God. Ron, well, Ron, <laughs> tell, me, tell me the story of the war. Okay, so the war was. Don't, don't make it too long, but. Oh, okay. Just, tell me the story. So there were these. There were two guys, right? They used to be friends, and there was the sandwich, and they couldn't decide what to put on the sandwich. Okay, I can't agree with that. No, no you have you to agree it. with me. You're literally. No, no. You're not. No, a, no, it's already too no, stupid. It's the war about the sandwich. Myth has gone. Okay. Well, I'm gonna realize. You can yeah. realize, but it's got to be later into the You're story. Like, two guys, yep, two guys. So just, just Shira's nodding this whole yep. time. Keep going, Ron. And they, they decide that they're going to create a robot to decide what to put on the sandwich. So they work together on this robot. But then the robot was like, no, we don't, we don't need sandwiches. I start sidestepping away from Ron. <laughs> There's no need for sandwiches. Robots are best. Robots are best sandwich. Okay, now that no! we're done with that, <laughs> let me tell you the real story. Now Christian will tell the real story. The story, okay. The original war is the story of the expansion of Atla from central Atla and the Atlan Bay out into what was once the Great Tartan Forests. The uh, Warforged were created by, uh, you know, wizards under the employ of Atla and used to slash and burn their way through the entirety of the elves' home that was once here. God, I really the war was fought primarily by Warforged. Good job, John. <clears throat> I was going to say, John wouldn't just like know this. that? I guess he just straight else? up well, wasn't also, paying attention. Because okay. those would be like wood elves. Sheer didn't pay attention oh, a wood elf. No, Sheer's family is related to that war. Any elf that lives in the city are descendants of elves that signed a treaty. But he's an underground elf. They just lived in a dark-ass forest. Oh, I see. <laughs> dark-ass forest. So any elf that lives in the city... Uh, are descended from elves that signed a treaty giving up their land to Atla without oh, a fight. Oh, Song is a shitbag that couldn't remember. Well, I guess you just weren't paying attention to your own history. Disgusting. Shame on you. Uh. <clears throat> However, at a certain point, expansion of the city stopped after basically all the resources were stripped from the Tartan Forest and turned it to the Tartan Wastes. When there was nothing left to take from the Tartan Forest, the war was over, and all of the Warforged were basically decommissioned. What were the Warforged fighting? They're Elves fighting. mostly. Uh, orcs also used to live in the forest as well. Oh, so they're just systematically murdering all of my people along with... Oh, that's cool. Yes, yes. Oh, so I would have fucking hated this thing. Kind of. It was a really long time yeah. ago. Long time ago. So you just don't like Warforged just because... You know, that racist. makes... Mean. Yeah, look at this Zarya Where over here you? hating on the robots. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that makes... That makes my story make so... Why Shira hates robots so much in magic. Because it's fucking shitty and screwed her fam... Like, oh, 
kind of. They yeah. like sold out, and they live in this in the city. They were like, yeah, let me take. You're like, you know what? Fuck these other elves. We're good yeah. though. We're gonna get yes. mad rich. There are like, there are the bitch elves that were like. No, Excuse you, rude. No. There are still elves rude. in the tartan wastes that have like small pockets of forest that have still held out to this day. The true elves, <laughs> not these Shira elves. Oh shit. Oh boy. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? You ain't one of them. <laughs> Get out. Okay. So, back to the game. That is that is the war that he fought in. Cool. I feel like Ron thinking about saying something. Well, right. I'm just saying, would a decommissioned would do all did all Warforges, I guess, um I don't I don't know what much about Warforges. Did they all fight in this war? Or were they created for most Warforges that you're going to see, uh-huh. like that are like bulkier and look like soldiers they will have been from this they war the, okay. like the majority of warforged in atla are from this war because so many had to be created for it oh okay but i'm saying like warforges like sapphire melody and this new trolley driver i mean they don't even different dis- yeah they don't even look the same like, right right sapphire so melody they're... looks nothing like the warforged that were soldiers okay different maker different purpose yeah like they're made all of like wood and steel so we should probably go to like an enchanter or something and see if they know anything about this signature. Can't you like buy magic in the s- scroll form that lets you cast spells that you don't know how to cast yourself? Is that yes, a thing? That's Maybe we should thing. just do that because those magic people tend to be a little weirder than the rest of you. <laughs> Says Sapphire Melody, the Cheaper, magic person though. who is weirder than everybody else. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a cheaper option to just talk to somebody. But that involves talking to one of those strange meat well, uh, people. <laughs> well, we, I previously had almost no money. And now we have an advance on the money that we have not yet earned. <laughs> so you have so less I, than no money, in fact. So I have less than no money. So I don't know if I want to spend it all right away just so I don't have to talk to another meatbag. Maybe we can make a trade. Maybe they. Maybe we can work out a deal. Maybe we can trade goods well, and services. Well, I feel like we would have to... Would you go to Enchanter to buy scrolls? Uh, I'd say generally you would. I'm not actually sure where the making of scrolls falls in the actual like book. Yeah. I don't think it actually falls under anything. I think it's just a thing you can do. You expend a spell per day, and the material is required, and you can create a scroll. Really? That sounds good. Yes. (laughs) It's that good? That sounds good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Why wasn't, like... Vinny doing that? Vinny creating scrolls all day long and handing them out. Do you need to be able to cast a spell to use the scroll? Yeah. Oh, Oh, well... Well, I'm not sure about that. So, are you just going to say that we're going to buy them from enchanters? Scrolls? Yes. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I always think of enchanters as people that make objects that are magical. So we can always go talk to an enchanter, and if he doesn't know anything about the signature, we could just buy a scroll to cast some magic spell to find him. Oh, good thing we know one. When we're going back to that uh, child house in the lower bailey, <laughs> we can just stop by Popo's and grab one. Can't we go Huge to the other? Can't we go to the other one we know? <laughs> you know the other but one. But he has such a nice smile. I mean, you I know, don't like him as much as the other one. <laughs> I feel like you know a few enchanters. I feel like we've only went to two. I was gonna say, I think no, we you've gone to at least four. Really? Four? At least four? No, three. We've done three. No, at least four. Ooh. We went to the one in Mayfield. Uh, Polbo. Wait, who's the one in Mayfield? Um. 
Because I don't rich, remember. I feel like I remember. No, that, that being... was the tartan quarter, and he's dead. Dead? Didn't you get one killed? You got one hell? killed in the tartan quarter. The oh, dude who's all about same. crystals. Is that? Did I ever what? go to his office? I you went to his office, you hired him, and then you got him killed. I remember going to his office, but I didn't remember <laughs> that being the guy who got killed. Oh, well. Uh, so there's the crystal dude from the Tartan Quarter. There's Yuri in well, I know. Logger's Pool. Yeah, there's so Yuri, Yuri Praetorian this... in Logger's Pool. Stop, stop. So I know this enchanter, but he'll probably do us a free solid if we get him out of a little bit of a bind. What say you? The Should dead... we help him? The guy... <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's that sound, Sapphire <laughs> Why would I help a meat bag? So we can uh, find the metal bag. Huh? So we can find the trolley man. Oh, but isn't it easier to just pay them? Like I, mean, I said. You got that kind of cash? You, if you've got yeah? that sweet, oh, okay. sweet, How much money do you have? Uh... Uh, I have more money than all of you. I mean, she hasn't and been it's... spending it on dumb stuff. Dumb like, stuff? Like, stuff like two on... gallons of oil to rub on their body. Excuse me, that only cost me two gold, and I got a spray bottle for free. <laughs> I have 1,500. Jeez. Well, <laughs> if cow. you want to pay for it, I was just trying to attempt to make you help me get that guy out <laughs> so I could say, ha, I did it! <laughs> Uh, well, since it's for a fellow Warforged that I like and have known for a little while, a couple right, of days. Clean up that buckle of, bucket of bolts. Buckle of bolts. Buckle of bolts. I guess I could, because it's kind of... Mm. It's kind of... I like him. That's all. Okay. You got a so Not a meat person. No. Robot boyfriend. Oh, so cute. So we're going to go to Pulpo. I guess we have to go over there. Okay, anyway. so let me reiterate the enchanters you've met. Dead guy. Yuri Praetorian in Logger's Pool. Wait, who died? <laughs> I don't you didn't, you weren't, it was like a thing that openly happened on Raphael's was turn when he was alone. Yuri the tinkering guy? He was He's the one who made your marbles. Yeah, so he like was wearing like a welding mask and he was yes. in like a pile of... Like, He's dead? No, 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 no. He's fine. Oh. No, wait, did he make Morgan the first marbles? From shitty marbles? Oh, the underside yeah. oh, of Logger's For some reason I didn't think of her as an enchanter. I thought of her as a witch. She is, but she's also the enchanter oh, okay. of that wait, area. Wait. Was it the the first the second guy? Was he the guy who made shitty marbles or good marbles? Both. Both. He made them both. both. Uh, and why then, did he make the second and one? And then there's shitty. Popo. To punish us for. Uh, I'm still gonna. No, it's. I'm not it's literally just that every enchanter has a quirk to the stuff they make, and I'm not his counting. quirk is violent side effects. I'm not counting Morgan because she also makes potions and stuff too. She's like a general purpose Popo, like magician. Popo makes. She's potions. a witch, Raphael. Does, then your enchanters are just weird if they make potions too. <laughs> they do. Yeah, that's a character weird. Christian has made up is weird. They're, they're generally they make stuff that is magical. Okay. So Pulpo's like branch out, Raphael. Pulpo's effects serve like the general idea of what you want. Like they all have. They never just cleanly do what you want. Well, we're not going there to buy anything anyway. Huh? Well, I mean, if we get a scroll from him, though. But every area has an enchanter. His magic has worked out perfectly fine for me. I don't see why you were so weird about him. Didn't he make you all gooey and shit? <laughs> that was because I didn't say my request clearly. Mm. He got did the... you say gooey? <laughs> I don't know why did he turn you into goo? I mean, I he healed I wanted, her. I said I wanted to change the X's, but he thought I wanted to change my face. 
and that's why I was turned into that like putty like stuff. Oh, okay. But then I got another one, and it removed all the X's <laughs> off of me and Shira. Well, it's your money. It is. Yep. <laughs> it is my money. <laughs> okay, so where are you guys going? So I guess we're gonna we're go going first. To... We're gonna go to the. Isn't it? Aren't they pretty close? No, this bro seems to be farther. This bro is farther away from every bro in the game. But everything we're going. No, no, no. no I'm there. saying, but what we're going to are close together. Like we have to go to Popo, and then we have is to go next to... to the the orphanage. Is in the same district, isn't it? It's in the same yeah. district, but Popo is in what's called the underground section of the the, the district. Okay, well, we'll just go. Well, to I'm saying we're going there, there as a group, them, yeah. Which would yeah. be the orphanage, mm-hmm. and then maybe Donavia. Oh, yeah. It would be next, and then Popo. Donovan yeah, and Pulp are in the exact same We got a laundry list spot. of things to do. Well, they're all in the same place. Okay. They are all in the same place. So you guys are going to head towards uh, the Lower Bailey? Yes. Oh yeah. How are you going there? We're all riding on R-Dash. That's right. Just all of you on R-Dash? Well, with Shira. R-Dash's new armor, I'm sure she's, can, she more can hold everybody. More That's powerful. Right. It's more powerful. That's how, works, That's right? how armor works, right? <laughs> yep. The clothes you wear make you stronger. Yep. That's when you're carrying RPG a rules. 50-pound barrel, <laughs> yes. you can carry more people. Plus strength. Strength, yes. Okay. Uh, who's riding on Shira's horse? No one! Fuck that! Shira, you've had to have people riding your horse before. Uh, Sapphire, because she's small. I'm heavy as them. Yeah, say, what she's are you pretty heavy, about? actually. How much do you weigh? 200 pounds? Yeah, but... Actually, you might still be one of the lighter people here. Really? Yes. Yeah, this is a hefty crew. <laughs> all big We're boys. We're beefy boys. <laughs> I don't. feels almost three hundred pounds. Lightest. I think. I. I think it's on my other piece of sheet. I don't know. Piece where of it sheet. Is. Piece of sheet. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is. It's a piece of sheet. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I'm over two hundred. I'm like two hundred something. Oh. Huh. Maybe like two fifty. We're all beefy boys. Yeah, and then I'm wearing like armor and shit. Armor and I'm pretty shit. sure Ragnar's really heavy too. Rude. Just called you fat. Did I no. want some beefy boy on my horse? Oh, I'm too. Oh, look at that gallant knight. Oh yeah, so Ragnar is two seventy five. His wonderful milady. His wonderful, his wonderful milady. Ron, Ron, what do you weigh? A gallant knight, two-thirds, carrying his wonderful. Milady. Yeah, you're still the lightest <laughs> sure. person. Except no, Shira. I think I was like Shira. We were real weird. Lightest. Yeah. I remember we were all we were like Shira. You have to change your weight because you're anorexically thin. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't he like like 150 100 pounds, or something? Yeah. Oh he's boy, like, like seven foot seven tall. Foot tall. <laughs> That's not healthy. No. That's not healthy at all. Hey guys, skeleton. My bones are made of paper mache. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I think you're actually the lightest one, Roxanne. So Roxanne and Shira Except get on the horse. Except for Shira. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, we didn't decide what your weight was at the end. I, I feel know. like you was still lighter There's than no 200. way that you would be more than 200 pounds. Yeah. Okay, so... Plus I hollowed out all my bones. Yep, that's true. Just to be better at sneaking. So, <laughs> Shira and Sapphire it's get like, on one horse and the rest... people always get caught is their bones are rattled around. The bones around. are <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm just a bad guy. hollow bones. What's that weird creaking noise like? Oh, what's, what's the... Uh, Oh, what's the name you of like a wicker noticed. basket just being pulled around? Oh, oh my god, Jesus Christ! Okay, so I assume Raphael, you're on your you have a, your own horse. Yeah, a okay. pony. So Robot. then I'm going to see you all ride to the lower bailey, uh, where you of course have to tie up your mounts outside of it. 
the odd closed streets and ladders of it not really allowing for transportation through it. You tie up your horses and begin walking through the streets of Lower Bailey, the hot smell of morning garbage rushing across your face in steamy waves as you push your way through the crowds along the walkways. After uh, a few minutes of walking, you find yourself in front of the Happy Sunshine Orphanage. There's a large tear explosion in the wall to the right of the door, as if someone had dropped a piece of dynamite on the other side of the room. Or didn't it chase after us? It didn't chase after you. It chased, it af- chased after Sapphire Melody. Oh, so you guys haven't seen that. Oh. Oh, what did you do? Is there anybody... You were last Around? Out, You're in the middle of an incredibly no, populated city. I mean, like, I don't know, police or anything like that. Uh, do you know what the police of this area look like? Mm. Are they, they all undercover out. cops? Like, <laughs> You do look around and you don't see any police. Okay. Like at first glance. Just walk in. Uh, yeah, we're not yeah, going to walk like, in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people here. I'm just going to walk in. Okay. So, uh, Dweezil just just walks past all of you guys and just opens the door and steps in. I'm going in, too. Everybody going in? Yes. Aw, yeah. Okay. So, all of you step forward through the doors of the Happy Sunshine Orphanage. As the doors close behind you, the sound of the busy street, street of the Lower Bailey, is muted by the doors. And the heat gets a little more tolerable. It's not quite so fresh. You step into the Happy Sunshine Orphanage and silence begins to fall around you. The muted sounds of the street out of, outside, the only thing reminding you of life. The place seems abandoned. Okay. I just want to remind you guys, if we get in a fight here, this is not exactly something I would say in character, but it's the beginning of today. So <laughs> don't waste all your shit. Waste everything! <laughs> Throw out of those level threes. That's it. At I, level I'm four. not using candle burn, fuck you. Well, that's not something you get. I mean, like, don't waste all your dailies. Yeah. Like, all the in days. the fight that is at 8 o'clock in the morning. three times in a row. You just know. immediately just blow them all in one that's turn. Yep. I'm just going to rage for no reason right I now. Use guys, don't all my abilities and spells right good. now. Someone left out some food and it's gone bad. <laughs> ah! So How where dare. did you see these giant eyeballs? I'm assuming maybe that's going to be around where we have to go. Oh, they were in the... In the... In the walls. If you go this way, and I'll just start going to yeah. the kids' room where I went into the... Actually, I'll go into the main play area and tell them which wall I saw through. Okay. And we can break through that. All of you head through the door on the right and down uh, the long, un, um, unadorned hallway into the play area. You step through the door into the massive and impressive play area. The fake sky shining above you. Along the ground, the fake grass, bright and happy. The various play sets about the room lying unused and quiet. Along the walls, the colorful and uh, oddly representational and folk-arty forest is scrawled. The various animals peeking their faces through. So, should I be seeing giant eyeballs yet? 
Oh, if you destroy this wall, there the eyes are right behind here. I saw through this wall somehow. Sapphire Melody walks over to the wall on the right immediately from when you walked in, just that side. This sounds like a job for maybe uh, Ragna. She sounds crazy. <laughs> what? Uh, What's pr- that? I'm gonna go. Nothing. <laughs> you you want me to destroy this wall right yeah, here? Yeah, break it. Um, I can do that. I'm good at that. I'm gonna punch the wall down. Okay, you. Ragnar, you take a good look at the wall, start cracking those knucks, mm-hmm. start just, just rolling out that rotator cuff injury, which is apparently the most badass thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you, uh, do you want to swing with your hammer, of course, right? Excuse me, Hammer, I'm sorry, what? your axe, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know, like, how tough are walls? Like, can I punch this, or does this... I don't know, like... You yeah, if have this, we checked to see if this is like a is, real wall? If this is not a fake wall, it's going to be so hard you'd break your hand right. because it's going to be like solid earth. I highly doubt that, but sure, let me use my axe. Okay, so you pull out your axe and just roll straight damage. Also, awesome. uh, is everyone giving Ragna a ride, ride, a, a ride. wide berth, or is it just sort of Ragna walking forward? Taking Ragnar for a ride. You just want to be like right next to me. While I'm, asking, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. asking to make sure if anyone's taking a step back here. I'm, I'm going to stand as close to Ragnar's fist where it's going to impact. Or just look real mm. I want to make sure you're hitting it correctly. Who's staying close and who's stepping back? Well, like how close? Like I don't want to be in the swing radius. I'm but as far back as I fucking can. I, I want to be next I mean, I just don't move because I didn't stand okay. particularly close to the wall. Like, I, I want to be by like Ragnar to look through the hole when it's done. Okay. I'm going to step back. Okay, so LeBron... Dweezil Zappa and Ragna roll a check first. Did you say Libra? Yeah, so Pegasus oh, doesn't have to roll it. because... Uh... Fucking, I haven't been forever since I've done that. Okay, Pegasus. You are rolling... Wait, should I roll first yes. or what? all of you roll. Oh, so we're just all This is different. This is a uh, wisdom. You told me to roll for damage. I did. So is she rolling for damage now? first? Just roll for this first. Wisdom. Okay. It's a wisdom check. Oh my god. Is, is it wisdom? straight up wisdom? It's straight wisdom. It's not say perception. Ten. No. <laughs> but, but am I perceiving oh something? Not really. So Would you say just... I'm using my eyes to no. look? No, I'm not. You're god not... damn it, I have a plus five in perception! I know, oh, well. but you this is something else. Fine. I got a fourteen total. So this is wisdom? Yes. Did I get the best with a negative? Did I get? I got fifteen. What'd you get? Fifteen. Okay. Wow. So none of you get it yet. None of us. None of you. Wow. So Ragnar, roll for damage. So I can use my new my new ability, Savage Attacker. I may re-roll melee attack damage and use either total. So you can do advantage on damage. Yes. Nice. So first roll is eight. Second roll is four. So I'm going to be using that eight. Um. How are you going to do that outside of combat, though? Because that's well, you that? just said rolling for damage. Oh, it's so. just—it's once a turn, though, right? It's not once an attack. What is it? What? It's an ability. That, right? a, that ability. There's, I think it's once a turn, which normally you have two do attacks you know, a turn. Oh, I. <laughs> if it's outside of combat, she's only make like yeah. She's just, I it doesn't yeah. super. I mean, I guess yeah. I'll have to look that up. I don't think that was a thing, but mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't make that much of a difference outside no. of combat. So, so Ragnar, you begin laying into the wall, just j- crashing your axe through it. Almost immediately, as you throw your axe, you can feel it puncture 
like through the wall and enter like hollow space beyond it. Which is not uh, to say you didn't get real through that wall. You probably punched through a solid foot of material mm. before it went out the other side. It's a thick wall. You begin hacking at the wall, tearing open uh, a dark crevice in it. Okay. I thought, I thought you were going to get do- this in one hit, Ragnar. What are you... Doing? It's a foot thick, like jeez, man. You want to try? You know, I'm gonna step back and be like, you want to try? You want to do this? You you better, take- I mean, you did loosen it up. You probably don't want to do that. <laughs> I might be able to get it now. Yeah, I loosened it. And up. then you go, "This is for you," but that doesn't make you look cool. Nobody, I always look. Nobody cool. looks cool when they say, "I loosened it up for you." <laughs> Maybe if they just up. did something real impressive and they're like downplaying it. You know, like taking down a whole wall, loosened it up for you. Not but he didn't, he didn't, unless he literally knocks down the whole wall and I like push over one rock. D- d- no, it's never cool to say loosen it I up. Could, for I could make it cool. It's only cool if you literally did all the work and yes, like, yes, and then say yes. loosen it up for you. Okay, so savage attacker once per turn. Yeah, okay, so there you go. okay, which doesn't affect outside of combat. I mean, there are turns outside of combat, but you know, whatever. Okay, well, so uh, Ragna, how large do you want to make like a hole in this wall? Before you stop. Well, I'll just pause and be like, well, what do, what do you want to do? Like, is this good? Bigger? I mean, she said what? the eyeballs were big, so it's probably got to be bigger. Except for Melody, how big are these eyeballs? Like, like how big? Show me with your robot hands. Think like kid in a garden beach ball. I don't you know even... what you're talking about, <laughs> but it was this big, and I'll hold my arms out as far as they were wide. Okay, I guess I'll... Do it until an eyeball flies out. Okay. Cool. Are they the size? size of a kindergarten beach ball? Ragnar continues hacking at the wall, tearing out a larger and larger hole into it. Beyond the edges of the bright and colorful forest is simply blackness, a void. No matter how large Ragnar seems to make the hole, you cannot see past it. After a certain point, it is as wide as Sapphire Melly has gestured, wide enough for any of you to walk in comfortably. And Ragna puts uh, his axe down at his side, breathing heavy, but satisfied with his work at tearing the shit. I'm not breathing heavy. Just I'm good down that fine. cardio. You're just, you're just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Didn't, it wasn't even a workout. Nope. Uh, Shira, why don't you just jump in this hole real quick and see what's up? <laughs> you like the darkness. <laughs> it this is, is like a it, total it's void. It's real in dark there. in there. Can I make the assumption that this is, I was say, is it magic? another magic. one of those magic portals that we've encountered quite a few times? You can times. make whatever assumptions you want. You could assume Does it leads to Bacon Town. Like- okay. like, well, I don't even know. <laughs> Bacon Town! How about I ask I'm this? Jumping Does it in. Share- well, it leads to Flavor Town, and Guy Fieri's there <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> okay, the well, then that question. truly is a portal to darkness. <laughs> <laughs> now, does it share all the same characteristics that they visually have had? It's like, dark. Is it- but is it Your a closet at night shares the characteristics that you've seen before? <laughs> oh my god! Okay. You're a fucking dick. So who has? I a, quit. I quit the podcast, guys. Who has no. a rope winch? Can I just walk Visible. through this? I'm not. Like, yes, you can if you want. I'm not worried about this. So fall. as she was like, who has a rope winch? Sapphire Melody just walks That's forward. That's fine. She can go die. That's fine. Oh. Bye, robot friend. Wait, Sapphire Melody, don't go. It's too dangerous to go. Wait, no. You all have a winch, I think, unless you've destroyed it. Mine I guess mine. everyone except you, then? I don't think anyone... Ron doesn't have his, because he's... I cover up away. my winch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have one. 
Uh, and I think coverage. Ragna has one, and so does Sapphire Melody. I have one? Sapphire Melody Did you has get one? rid of it? Why would I have one? Oh, wait, you oh, weren't Lolani there for that. That was that Lolani has it. it. But what happened to Lolani's one? She took it she with took her. It she took all her shit with her. That's right. You didn't metagame and send all your stuff to her. I don't know what you're like talking about. So, uh, you... So can it's only you two. Give only me the some big boys. Rope so I can go in here. Plenty of people have rope though. You have rope, don't you? No, I fucking don't. Oh wow. Okay. And also, what the fuck would that even matter? Here, take my rope, or take this thing that's wenched to you, so you can pull me back out. If well, happens. you just hand one end of a rope to somebody. <laughs> John's face right now. I swear to God, Christian, why are you being difficult with me? I don't know. Have you met Christian before? Okay. <laughs> Hi, other characters that have rope. Can I use your rope? Sapphire... Not Christian. I do. I have rope. Sapphire Melody. John. You too. step uh, through the blackness in front of you, and you feel as though you're moving through a cool, like curtain, almost of water or condensation that hangs in the air. And there's a disorienting feeling for a moment, and then you find yourself just standing like against the wall of the room you were in before. The long, clean, pristine metal surfaces festooned with dust stretched around about you. Burns along the wall, the floor, and the cold metal surfaces expose your adventure from before. But something's different. Something has changed. Are the eyes still here? Along the walls... Along um, many small seams in them, you spot uh, vicious burns, similar to the ones caused by the eyes firing at you, but at angles and places that would not have occurred in the melee. Just, hmm. there's no way it would have happened. Like, they're in the opposite direction, and there's, a, there's way too many of them. Hmm. And along the ground are large, uh, almost spheres featureless are they the same size as the eyeballs from before they look similar in size yeah oh i'm gonna nudge one with my foot as you your foot just taps it it immediately collapses into dust oh it's safe here now no more eyes and uh i'm gonna go back to ask everybody else what's taking so long where are they they're all arguing about rope. All arguing about <laughs> no, rope. No, I went in with you. We talk about. Oh, you're here. Okay, with me. I'm there too. So you're there too, Ragna. You see this this room. Good Ragna? job, Ragna. <gasps> Ragna, boy, man, good today. Mm, you're so, on point, Pegasus. You're there as well. It's a long, like, sort of dark room. All right, I'm not going in. That there. is Fuck almost that. clinical in its cleanliness. If it were not for the burn marks and uh, dust, it is featureless, made of a polished steel that you haven't seen before. These used to be the laser eyes. I'll point at the, <clears throat> the broken things with my foot. Okay. Oh. You're not oh. here to ridicule <laughs> You're not <me>. here. <laughs> You're going to have to let the Pegasus do it. So these were the, the eyes that shot lasers at you. Yes, they're the scorch marks on the wall. I'm going to bend down and try to poke at one. At the moment your finger just taps it, it falls away in a crumbling heap. As though it's been some kind of object resting here for millennia without being disturbed. Somebody else was here, though, because those are the ones from when I was uh, running away from them. And these ones, I don't... They weren't here before. And I'll point at the various marks on the walls. What's taking everybody else so long? I don't know. Something about rope. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go this way and see 
where the other whoever else was here might be have been i don't know <laughs> this room is weird because you can't see like, i would one say side so yes other. no it's it's more than just being like weirdly dark because is it still like with the, still like magic darkness the misty weird draw distance being weird yes okay mm. it is very difficult to see anything past uh i can't remember exactly how far it was like 10 or 15 feet. yeah like 15 feet oh, wow, like still, no matter what close. your vision is the everything seems to dissolve <laughs> into a dark fog 15 feet away from you okay um sure take take the lead you've been here before with the laser eyes yeah uh should we get everybody else or should we just go? I'm going to yell back. Are you guys still arguing about rope? <laughs> Those of you back, you can see through the, like the wall you came through. You can see oh, into so the brightly. Oh, so we're not 15 minutes, uh, 15 minutes, 15 feet in. The wall is like a one-way mirror. Yes, you can see, oh, you can see a ma- the massive wall that you came through just looks out onto the uh, play area. Okay. A giant basically 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 a portal like that you can just see through and see everything you can see these three standing around can i hear them arguing about rope still yes I wasn't arguing about rope i literally just, I... you hear them you hear them talking about <laughs> i wasn't you hear, arguing about rope you hear it talking about like setting up a winch so she can safely go in i will kill you and take all of your ropes yeah i think i think they're uh, i don't know what they're doing about that ropes up there you, you as you call back to them ron you see they do not react at all now they're just being rude and ignoring me. Over to you guys. You think they're dead? <laughs> no, I think they're probably fine. Uh, I'll just gonna poke my head through the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Dweezil, you walk forward and poke your head into the darkness. You feel a cool... Not like a mist or even any sort of particles, but just a coolness flow over your face and fill your mouth. Like entering a cave or something? Kind of. Uh, it, but it feels very solid like the moment you pass into it, like a coldness that reminds you of water. Just That's the instance of it. But you aren't, you can't see anything, and you are distinctly aware of being deprived of your senses. So uh, I'll just take a couple steps in. You take a couple steps in, and there's a disorienting feeling, and then you find yourself in said room, dark, dust-covered, and burnt. You guys find those eyeballs yet? They're on the floor, broken. A look on the floor and see think, piles of dust. Yeah, you see some piles of dust, but there are also other spheres about the room. But you said it's like it's it's like looks like nothing's been going on in here for a while. Or I mean, not only is everything covered in dust, but for any kind of object to decay to the point where even tapping it, it would fall Just to dust like this. Yeah, like it doesn't look like anybody's been here for a very long time. Oh, even I... magic floating eyeballs that shoot lasers. As I say this, I'm going to widen my <laughs> eyes at Dweezil. Well, I mean, we've seen weirder things in our journeys thus far, and Sapphire seems to know this place, so clearly somebody's been here. Are the kids' toys still like scattered around? No, they're gone. Huh. Ragna and Shira, both of you. Roll oh, wisdom checks. Mm-mm. Oh lord! Oh boy! The two wisest. The two wisest. The wisest. Of the group. Nine. I'm making fun of them, but if I'm making fun oh, of anybody yeah. for being the wisest in quotes, it would have to be Ron. Hey, eleven. I think hey. you're the only negative. I have a negative also. Oh, I was like, what are you talking no, literally, about? Many of you guys are, ba- are real bad at perception. We're real bad. Real, yep. real bad. 
That's me. Wait, I think I get bonus. Okay, so at this point, both of you are the only ones outside. Are you gonna continue waiting around here? Or do you want to look around? Um, I'll look around a little bit. Yeah, I think I get because keen senses. I get bonus to that. I don't want to go in that spooky What's that? place. Keen senses. I okay, Ragna, you begin walking around the brightly lit facsimile of a park that is sort of the play area. Um, just looking around, keeping eye out for anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And as you're walking around the room, you have a strange feeling. Oh, no. You have a sense that there's something that you're missing. Something is staring at you, and it's making you feel odd. I'm going to look up and around at the ceiling. You look up at the ceiling. It just seems to be uh, a simple, if folksy, depiction of the sky itself magically brightened so as to cast light on the room itself. Didn't Walt um, point up there and tell you that somebody was watching? Yeah. I think so. Just be, just like right next to the, what would the be sun. the sun? Mm-hmm. That's it, why I looked But she up. actually okay. also then said that she didn't know about the eyeballs. the eyeballs. Maybe she couldn't Well, she wasn't pointing at the wall. She was pointing at the roof. And up at the top of the ceiling... Uh, up at the top of the ceiling, Sorry. Uh, at the center of the ceiling itself, is a large, spiral, colorful, gold and uh, golden design of the sun itself. In the middle affixed the magical lighting device that keeps this room feeling more natural. <sighs> Give me a boost. I'm not there, so I can't actually see that. It's about 60 feet up. I was gonna give say. Give me a boost. I thought it was like really high. No, speed. wait. Actually, you can give me a boost now. I can throw. You can g- totally give <laughs> me a boost. I mean, Shira's in here. You can Shira's give Shira light. Boost. Yeah, Shira's light. Shira's the lightest. Do you, Shira? Listen. You want a boost? I'm gonna throw you. <laughs> Shira to being, the ceiling. Won't Shira have disadvantage at looking at whatever's up there because of the? Oh man, when she gets Shrek close light. to it, it's gonna be Shrek real bad. <laughs> she has disadvantage just, right now because it's considered your, full daylight. Just close your eyes when I throw you. What do you want me to do? I want to throw you to the ceiling. <laughs> no, full stop. Want to no, throw I you? I just want to throw you. Done. I want to throw you. I think that that thing up there is doing something nefarious. Then why don't I just break it? Because then it won't be light and pleasant. Also, I want to throw you. Let me throw you. I bet you. you behind that light there's like some weird office. Mmm. Weird creepy office. That's right why I need to light. throw you, Shira. Come on, I'm going to start picking her up. <laughs> Shira, Shira literally has to consent, no. otherwise these spells don't work. That's the rule of all of these You'll only be objects, able to throw her in a far distance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, just pitch her into the ground. Okay, then, then what do you want to do then? You can throw me. You need to be. Don't just throw him right when he says that. You can throw me. You, you throw me. So she holds up one. You can throw me. All right, toss girl. But and as she's saying that, you just pick up Shira. Okay, and you just toss throw. Toss. Get up there. So I believe a 60 feet is exactly, you can throw her double her movement. Her movement is 30, so you can throw her at least yes! 60. All right, get no, up there. Exactly 60. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, at least, because then there's, you know, oh, what do you throw 
based on your strength. Oh, are you adding that in? I thought it was just completely separate. I mean, it's like a cup of water in the ocean at this point. Yeah. But 60 is exactly how much you need to throw. All right. She's getting up there. Okay. So you just, you grab her like a dart. <laughs> just meaty hands, just wrap around the toothpick that is Shira, the javelin that is her body, <laughs> and just, just heft her up and... Sheer, you go, you get flung towards the roof at an alarming speed. It steals the breath from your lungs. And you watch yourself quickly approaching the roof at dangerous velocities. But it seems like Ragnar is just perfect at throwing because you slow down at the exact right moment as you're reaching the top. There's also this point you are realizing that the roof is smooth and featureless. I'm going to pull out... That whatever it is, the sun is sort of recessed behind a small circular pane of glass about the size of your face. I'm going to use my crowbar to try and hit it as hard as I can. Okay. Uh, It'll have, like, purchase if it grabs something. So you're trying to smash a crowbar through the glass and sort of, like, wedge it it and hook it into there. Yes. Okay. Roll dexterity save. I use tool. Is that a skill? I... Not no, really. And no. also, he's not using a crowbar for its expressed purpose. Yeah. yeah what would this say, even be? Like, I'm using, like, a, like, lockpick to pick my nose. That's not used to all. <laughs> this would be, like, actually, you know what? I would say this would be like climbing. Yeah. Yeah, so athletics. Isn't athletics strength? It is strength-based, yes. Fucking God damn it. Don't you have athletics? I think you still have it. No, just 15. Okay, that's fine. Strength. So, so no, I don't. You quickly whip out a crowbar and slam it through the thin, uh, like crystal housing of the magical sun, and you feel it hook into the crevice beyond. You can barely see Shira. Even if you weren't a dark elf, you would be in pain from how close you are to such a powerful light source. I'm gonna try and throw my hood up and like climb up. The- As if you had your hood down, you mean? Yeah. Okay. So like throw it up and try to block the sun, and then they try and like scramble up. Okay, uh, scramble up. I mean, the recess is about the size of your face. It's probably one foot from one side to the and other. And then start breaking the glass, like trying. To it's get... already broken. You've already shattered. It's like it was a crystal surface. You've shattered it. Okay, I'm trying to cl- like. Can I get in? Like I reach my hand up. No, it's about the depth of a salad bowl. So is there something inside of it? Uh the magical sun. But you it? can't look in there to see if there's anything else because I'm the moment just, you look towards it, you're I'm just in pain. reaching around inside, desperate to like. Oh, this might suck. Well, oh, no, because search around. I mean, Kristen, you take uh, five damage as your hand scrapes across the yeah. fake sun. It is burned badly. Is there no radiant heat from this? No. Okay. Because I was gonna say, like, if it was hot, he would be able to feel it before touching it. But yes. I need to follow the law of thermodynamics with magic. Uh, I am going to things I can do. How are you doing up there, Shira? Oh my god! Just you see him like Ragnar. This feeling of wrongness still persists. You feel like you're not seeing something. Um. You feel God, like... I wish I could roll higher. Roll higher. I'm not gonna like move because I don't want did you I, Shira to. Did I, did at this I point, anything? at this point, Shira has actually lost the effect of your ability, and she fall. Oh shit, no. That that's what I'm saying. How the saying. fuck is Shira gonna get down? That's Just what I'm saying. Is that her. I'm gonna catch her. I'm gonna look around with my eyeballs, but I'm not gonna move in case oh, okay. Shira falls. Yeah. Or I could just let Shira die. This is a hard one. <laughs> 
It would it would be death. Shira, do you consent to dying? I could just walk away and kill Shira right now. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I wouldn't die. I would just take falling damage and not that much. Sixty feet feet is a lot of falling damage. It's It's, a lot of falling damage. Is it two per ten or one per ten? I can't remember. After ten, it's two per ten. Oof. I thought it was one for ten. I thought you were actually wrong about that. I think it's one. Well, oh, I'm is not it? Gonna is let Shira die today. I mean, it's still, like, yeah, still I think a it's lot. I mean, sixty okay. ten. It's my turn, Shira. It is. It is Ragnar's turn. So okay. shut up. I'm gonna look around with my eyeballs. Okay, you're looking around, move. maintaining position in case you know the elf you threw needs help. I'm gonna put my arms out too, like just, if she just, just in case, just yeah. you know, hopefully just fall right here. Um, looking around, roll perception. If you get high enough without passing it, I'll give you a hint. Thirteen. Okay, I'll, I'll start giving hints out All now. Right. Something feels peculiar about the walls. You know, if they felt odd that when you walked in for the first time long ago, and but you're not really sure why. You know, it's a pretty simple. It's uh, an interesting mural, but it's just a mural for some kids of a jungle and some animals. Okay. I can't really drive any more information out of that one. But no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Roxanne knows at this point, but oh, she can't say anything. I won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, John, you you are clinging to the roof. The container that this thing is in. You don't know if it's in a container. Okay. The container it's in. The thing that the bulb essentially is plugged into. Okay. You assume that's there because you can't look at it. Okay. I am going to copy the material properties of it to my glove, and then I'm going to grab the bulb. Don't you wear fingerless gloves? Of course you would. You're Shira. Fuck. Uh, then I'm going to take... You could wrap it in your, your hand in your cloak or something. Yeah. Okay. And I make the material property of that and then grab it and try and pull it. It's okay, so uh, <laughs> you watch your cloak turns sort of white like under your hands and as you touch it it feels strange and artificial and you wrap it around your hand and begin grabbing. You grab at whatever it is inside and it definitely mutes a lot of the light. I'm trying to pull the wrong way on it. It's difficult for you it. to get like a good uh, angle on it uh, and as you're like pulling on it and finding it difficult to pull out you accidentally look up at it but because it's muffled by your cloak you're capable of looking at this point and you can sort of look at the alcove now where it is and above you you see whatever glowing object the sun is made of like underneath your cloak you see it shining through the material a little bit yeah Uh, and then around uh the edges uh lining sort of the smooth stone of this carved uh cylindrical alcove are many tiny blinking eyes Oh. All staring at you. Oh. Uh, poke them like the Three Stooges. Why? Mm. Shit. That's weird. No, that sounds uh, normal to me. Just get Mezzo over here and... Just, just add more eyes. <laughs> Does it feel like this like bulb is like... Giving per- giving way or does not move? If it feels really solidly in there, you're gonna need something stronger to tear it out. But it's not like you're here to like take the object. Like, you can take it if you want. I'm gonna try and take it out. How? 
Uh, I am going to... Remember that unless you secure yourself, anything you do is going to be limited by you can only use one arm. What's my purchase on the actual bulb? Um, like, I, I'm gripping it. It's pretty good. Uh, it's bulb-shaped, so you manage to wrap your hand around the back of it, and you're holding onto it. Okay. Ragna, I'm going to try something, and I need you to catch me. I, that's what I'm here for. All right. I'm going to drop the crowbar into my, like, belt loop. Okay. And then I'm going to put both hands on it and then swing with all of my body weight to try and break the bulb off. Okay, you quickly drop your crowbar into your belt and grab onto with both hands and swing hard on the sun itself. And you're just swinging there now. You don't feel it loosening. Okay. The eyeballs are going back and forth. Yeah, the, ooh, the eyeballs ooh. are going back and forth following you slightly. But you right. need you need more force. Um, How many eyeballs are there? I'm going. Are you to... calling that up, Ragna? Wait, you don't know their eyeballs there. I'm just asking. I'm actually going to yell down to Ragna. Ragna, there's eyeballs, there's eyeballs looking at me. They're okay. not big though. There's eyes in the light. Okay, I hate it. Mm. Ragna, do you have a torch? I'd say there's about twelve eyes. How far are they apart? They're all like right up against each other. Oh come on, Christian! And they're Ragnar, covered in tiny holes. <laughs> do you have a torch or some way to create fire? Uh, no. I just smash things here. I don't have anything else. That's my whole gig. Okay. You could try using your crowbar. Well, the reason why I was asking is because I can create, I can cast darkness on this big glowing light. And then it'll up- what are you trying to do? Darkness Shira? doesn't gutter light sources, though. Yes, it does. Does well, it? I yes. thought. I thought it what it did was make light. that area yes dark. So far, yes. dark. But like an object that casts light from a darkened area would still outside yes. that area, its light would exist. But for John, it would be fine. for John. It would be fine. Yes, it would make it easier for you to look at things. Why are you trying to take the sun, Shira? Because it's because I want it real an bad. Ambitious lady. Um, <laughs> Shira never heard the story of Icarus. We don't. We don't need that. Just come down. I'm creeped out. I want to th- go throw up in the corner. I'm now. gonna try and break the eyes. <sighs> so, how would you like to go about that? With one of my knives. Okay, Shira. Stab the eyes. Just John wants to make this as uncomfortable for Ragna as possible. Okay, so I'm not gonna describe it for Brittany's sake, but uh, I'm gonna say, John, that your knife does destroy the eyes because they're not made of anything artificial. What the fuck? So you just drag your knife. All natural. You drag your knife through the eyes and they're destroyed. Cool. What? So I'm just like scraping around. It's literally what you wanted to do. And they're just like, ah! They don't say anything. They're just eyes. With their little tiny eye mouths. (laughs) (laughs) The eyeball opens up. No! (laughs) Yes, the eyelid screams. What do you guys think they're doing out there? They've been out there for a while. I mean, you, you, you're watching this happen. Does it bleed? Oh, we are watching. Wait, so we oh, saw... Oh, we're watching this nonsense? That's right. We can see through the you wall. You can see this. So we see Ragnar oh throw Shira to the ceiling. I'm too busy going... Wait, do the eyes room. bleed? Um... They just leak vitreous fluid. <laughs> Oof. Um, I feel like they wouldn't bleed that much. Yes, but in not, like, blood as you slash through them. 
this material, uh, like liquid metal, begins dripping around the outside slowly. Okay. Silvery uh, and reflective. Do you think those are eyes of the blind? It's unicorn blood. I'm looking for, uh, what's it called? My inventory. Can you put your mouth a little closer? Because you're both looking away and murmuring. Uh, I, I might be looking away, but I'm keeping my mouth. You're orbiting. I yes, I can see you. Okay, so I'm going to do something real. No, I can't do that. That would kill me. <laughs> uh, well, Ragnar's there to grab you. I was going to drink some poison. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. It'd kill I, me. I need a jar. John, what? Well, you can <laughs> dump you can something. Ch- if a jar is filled with something, you just dump it out. What is I, with this? Like, no, it can't go to waste. I have to drink it. John's like, he sees an old coffee in his car. He goes... Well, damn! <laughs> I can't use this cup. Oh, I just drink the coffee. Exactly. We're being we're being Never exposed mind. to John. Never mind. <laughs> John, I retract. You my can joke. just pour something out. I'm not gonna pour. It's a waste. <laughs> it's a waste. <laughs> I need to poison myself because that's um, not a waste. I am going. How long does my magic work? If I cast, no, that's fucking. Uh, what am I oh, you mean for? like using the liquid that is this stuff? Your magic specific. Oh yeah, it does work on all liquids. Like yeah. It'll it be- depends. You don't know how this material reacts to being frozen, so you have to be careful not to do that part of it. But it reacts forever. Like, you can hold anything in it as long as you want. So I'm going to turn it in... I'm going to take the liquid, collect it, and turn it into a knife. Uh, if you say turn into a knife, that means you freeze it. You don't need to freeze things, Shira Snow. So then I can turn it into, a, like, a liquid? What are you trying to do? No, I'm yeah. trying You can to- just hold liquids, like... Float like like connected Floating. to your ring, floating in a liquid, like oh, a liquid form. I didn't know that. Well, you would have always had the ability to make water whips, John. This okay. is an extension of that. Okay, so I'm gonna put it in like a sphere and then take. Okay, it. you attach it as like a sphere, uh, like near your hand. Yeah. Ragna, catch me. Okay. And then I'm. Oh man, I kind of want to try and break the sun. Do you want to pull on it real hard? But if you break the sun, there will be no light in this room. That's okay. Yeah, leave the sun alone, gonna, Shira. What the fuck? Let go of the sun and fall down. Okay, as Shira's falling, Ragnar roll perception. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm going to hold the sphere kind of out of the 18. way. 18. Okay. Do I see something? Yeah, you do see something as Shira's falling down. Cool. And I get it distracts distracted. you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that over there? All of you guys... Close your ears. Fuck! Oh, no. Ooh, I get the special wait, wait, do I get to roll because I'm watching this whole shit shirt go down? No. Damn. I never get Because these. it just looks like Ragna looking at the wall. Ragna, as you watch Shira fall towards the ground, you think, I'm going to catch this bitch. It doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> you, your eyes scan the room a little bit more. You're convinced there's something here you're missing. Something you're not seeing. Something that's been here since the very first time you walked in. And as your eyes scan around the uh, the jungle set scene around you, uh, seeing the various animals at play, your eyes rest on something. Amidst the leaves painted of the forest. Franz, I'm still here. Amidst the leaves painted of the forest, you spot the king of the jungle himself. The lion peering out into the children's play area. And you've seen him before. You've seen the strokes of his face, the various burning colors of his mane. Oh shit! Do, you, uh, do I need to even go where it's you've a seen it? Mask person. It's this is uh, Thursday's mask. Is it like painted, painted on the wall? Into the wall it's painted on it... the wall. You don't know how long it's been here, but it's 
It's there. Okay. And we're back. Wow, that took forever. That took, did take a very long time. We're all dead. Mm. Ragnar, you absentmindedly catch Shira as you're doing this. Okay. Ragnar, what the... What's going on? What, you, I'm just going to point to the to the thing that I saw. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, to... if these guys are watching me, they can just Oh, see I guess my, you would see Ragnar point at something. So yeah. if you guys are watching, Sapphire Melody's not watching. I assume she's moving about the room right now. Yeah, I'm trying to find where the person fighting the eyeballs is. Sapphire Melody never to. knows anything. She's oh. just floating around. Except at the same time, I think Roxanne guessed what I was hinting at. So, um, do you want to hear my guess before you say what it was? To everybody? No, you can. Ju- I will trust you to tell me whether or not you got it. Okay. Like when I tell them, because I want them to. So, Ragno points towards the wall. Uh, points towards the jungle scene painted along the edges of the children's playroom. A thick brush of forest and undergrowth, in which various animals play and rollop. And as you follow Ragnar's finger to one section, you see the king of the jungle jungle himself, the lion, peering through the bushes where the children would play. And you recognize the strokes on his face. And you recognize the bright, painful colors of his mane, blues and cyans and yellows burning into your eyes. Oh, shit. Mm -mm. He's not moving or anything, though, right? It's, it's just a painting on the wall. the wall. It's just a depiction of a lion. I was like, motherfucker, someone was like, like, uh, Skin Wars body paint style, like, camouflage painted <laughs> the wall. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Then it just steps out. I felt like where he was going with it originally was <laughs> yeah, that what I thought. there yeah. was, like, like no. going to be a moving, oh, like, shit. As you, as you look along the wall, you spot other of the animals that you have seen painted in the same style that you have seen walking about, Fuck. fighting and moving. I was wrong. I thought there were going to be like little, uh, like the animals would have holes in their eyes so somebody could peek through. Oh my I God. say, <laughs> just just a murder <laughs> mansion style. Yeah, murder mansion. Um. Well, who was this painted by? You don't know. Who are you asking that question? Just the room. Ragnar, do you have a jar? Dweezil murmurs to himself, <laughs> staring through the window. Who is this painted by? It's beautiful. I'm not sure that's what he means, but... I don't think I do. I must have it. What is John asking? A jar. If I have a jar... I have this fucking liquid metal garbage in my hand. Let's see. Uh, elevated booty shorts, Ragnar's new knives, umbrella, trout, Shira's tiny bag. I actually should have an empty jar now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you did use the jars I that the Jordan jar and Michael were in. Yeah. You emptied out the children from your jars. Yeah. So there's no... So, yeah, you have two jars. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm inside the building, but I'm inside of the the hole in the wall. So, uh, Pegasus and Dweezil, you're kind of staring out, and you see this happen, like you see Ragna pointed out at the same time. <gasps> I don't know if there's a collective gas goes up between you, but you do see this. Yeah. Sapphire Melody, you're moving about the room, and you're looking for... I'm trying to find where it seems the um, the second set of scorch marks on the walls lead. Like who- They're sort of on the walls, and you notice that in the walls themselves are kind of like seams against the smooth surface. Like there are plates attached to each other? Almost like they're plates or tiles, but they're not like uniform in size. Like there's, their seams are mostly sort of uh, at head level, like along the room, like vertically making large squares. I'm not sure if that would mean anything to Sapphire, though. 
It doesn't mean anything to me. Right. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to mean anything to you. I'm just telling you what they look like. Okay. I'm just looking around to see if anybody else is here, or there's a sign beyond the scorch marks of somebody being here. Like, who destroyed the eyes? Beyond the scorch marks uh, and the eyes on the ground, you don't seem to find anything else. The toys that were here once are missing, and the room is as bare as it was. The only thing new are these scorch marks on the wall and the desiccated eyes about the room. Okay. Um, I want to find the, um, the, like, the passage that I took to go back to, like, the, behind the kids' room and the exit Mm -hmm. and look over there. Check for anybody. Okay, I don't think, I don't remember there being a doorway. It wasn't a doorway, it was like a just break a, in the wall. Just an opening, yeah. yeah. So you walk, like, follow the edge of the room because it's so difficult to see, and you find the sort of break in the wall, the passage into the, what you know to be, like, the between of the walls. Mm-hmm. It is dark and immutable. Oh, so this seems to be, like, the end of this extra space kind of thing? Maybe. I mean, I can't make comments about that stuff. I'll go through the, the okay. thing. You take a step through the space and you feel a disorienting feeling for a moment, like a fish hook in your nose. Ugh. And then uh, you find yourself in the dark and dusty spaces between the walls of the Happy Sunshine Orphanage. Did I notice this sensation before, like the last time I went through this area? I can't remember if I, I don't remember said that or if I like it. remembered to say it. Like I might have forgotten. Okay. I don't remember you describing it last mm-hmm. time. Uh... Are there any... Well, actually, I wouldn't know if there are any second scorch marks here. I mean, there the whole... The wall is destroyed and ripped apart. There are many holes that look out into the regular rooms and halls of the Happy Sunshine Orphanage. This area is a mess. You are standing atop just a stack of broken materials. Okay. Uh, I'll head back to where uh, Dweezil and Pegasus are. Okay, you walk back to the room, walking through the disorienting curtain of black until you're standing next to these two, who I don't know if they're about to go back or if they're having a conversation about what just happened. Did you say there was, like... I feel like you said there was a control panel, but I think I might just be inventing that. I don't think I said that. I have a tablet of crystal uh, or something. Maybe that's what you're thinking So this room is just an empty room that you can see into the other room. From. I mean, there are like tables, like there's like a few tables about, and there are these weird segments on the wall, but that's about it. It's mostly a featureless room. Weird segments? Yeah, like uh, like just carved divots into the flat featureless wall, which there are scorch marks along. Oh. Carved uh, divots. Yeah, like large I... rectangular just like suggestions in the wall like maybe each one about this the height of a person oh, they're too big. and all like against each other lining the middle of the room like do they look like they could be recessed doors or something maybe well, just try opening them i guess okay uh dweezil you walk over to them and like jam your fingers like into the uh, the seams and begin pulling at it. And after uh, a bit of like struggling and tugging, uh, it pulls open slowly with a groaning. And as it does so, soot and ash pours over you in a wave. 
Just 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 pounds of it, just all over you. Every so often something hard striking you in the face and body. Oh no. Looking down at your just just covered in ash. Everything's dirty. You also notice uh, large chunks of uh, scorched crystal among it. I thought you were going to say bones. Oh, boy. I, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is the children crematorium. Oh, no! No. Oh. Covered in powdered kids. Oh, wow, that's God. great. Good start to the day. That's dark. Name okay. of the episode, Powdered Kids. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> crystals? Like, what do these crystals look like? They're just, you just like, you just crystals covered in ash and so well, scorched and cracked like, badly. You could be, are they colorless crystals? Yeah. Are they, like, what shape of a crystal? They're just shards. It's hard to tell. Like, they're just chunks. So they don't uh, have, like, a crystal structure of any sort, like, hexagonal? No, or... they do not have a crystal structure of any okay. kind. Well, I'll pocket one, and then I'm going to keep opening this thing, even though I'm getting covered. Every single time you open a new one, you are cascaded anew with a new wave of ash and broken crystal material. Does it look like By the time you get to the third one, you are sputtering, because plenty of it's gotten in your mouth. Does it look like the same, like, the shards, do they look like the material that the thing I have is made of? Sapphire Melody walks over to the coughing dweezel and takes one, uh... Like shard from the nice. Oh shit! Boy. <laughs> I'm trying to find a spot to write on my sheet. Just keep going. And takes one shard from the pile at Dweezil's feet and holds it up close to uh, your tablet, mm-hmm. wiping it off to look at the crystal beneath. And they do appear to be of similar make. Hmm. How does this thing work anyway? I wonder. I don't know. Um, Maybe these. Maybe these crystals are like data things for the tablet. Oh. It's like an SD card. <laughs> Dweezil says, knowing what all these words mean. <laughs> uh, I just start smacking them together. Start smacking them together. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll move away from the horrible soot mess and sit in the corner or sit away from it and uh, try to figure out this tablet thing. Okay, you sit. You move over to a, just a different section of the room and begin staring real hard at the tablet. I'm going to, like, talk to it and shake it and stuff. Then you begin talking to it, asking it questions, and then shaking it when it doesn't answer vigorously. Mm-hmm. Because that always works on meat bags. Yeah. Wakes them up. There is no response from the solid piece of crystal. Uh... If I shock it with shocking grass, does that do anything? <laughs> it might, or it might destroy it. Like, uh, it does. Well, why do... don't you shock one of these crystals? Because we have lots of the crystals. Okay. And we don't. We only have the one tablet. Yeah. All right. I'll take one of the. Or I'll just you take the shard that I was comparing to the whole tablet thing and shocking grass it. Okay. So you non-lethally. Can, not the. Well, actually, I don't know. You, if I can there's do no that. non-lethal for an object. It just takes damage, and if yeah, it takes okay. too much damage, it's destroyed. All right. So you're just gonna shock a shard. Yeah. So you grab a shard and hold it in your hands, and cast shocking grasp. You hear the hum that often comes before you unleash your magic, the tightness of the air as the electricity begins to build, and then electricity courses through your fingers into the crystal 
And as it does so, the crystal begins to shine and glow, not with the heat of being heated up by lightning, but with something else, something cold and teal. And as it shines up, for a moment there's nothing except light, and then noise bursts forth. Nothing understandable. Words, screams, uh, various sentences, maybe entire speeches, but all in the course of only a few moments, of maybe only five seconds, a thousand people's voices are jammed together and overlaid and loud. I don't like it. Mm. Is that not ending the episode? I guess that's that should end the episode. I mean, I kind of I I wanted you to go back out and talk about the the fucking ball. Why don't you? And talk about the the what Ragna found. I I gave the signal. I know, but I just wanted to keep going. I saw the signal. I chose to ignore it. It's okay. We're new at this. We haven't done this. We haven't done this. We don't know what to do. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.